0: Letter sixteen of the Shirley Letters. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. The Shirley Letters from California Mines in eighteen fifty one and fifty two by Dame Shirley. Louise Amelia Knapp Smith Clapp. Letter the sixteenth. Birth, stabbing, foreigners ousted. REVELS From Our Log Cabin, Indian Bar, May 1st, 1852 You have no idea, my good little M, how reluctantly I have seated myself to write to you. The truth is that my last tedious letter about mining and other tiresome things has completely exhausted my scribbling powers, and from that hour to this the epistolary spirit has never moved me forward whether on that important occasion my small brain received a shock from which it will never recover or whether it is pure physical laziness which influenced me i know not but this is certain that no whipped schoolboy ever crept to his hated task more unwillingly than i to my writing-desk on this beautiful morning perhaps my indisposition to soil paper in your behalf is caused by the bewildering scent of that great glorious bouquet of flowers which gathered in the crisp mountain air is throwing off cloud after cloud each cloud faint with the fragrance it bears, of languid sweetness, filling the old dark room with incense, and making of it a temple of beauty, like those pure angelic souls which, irradiating a plain countenance, often render it more lovely than the chiselled finish of the most perfect features. Oh, Molly, how I wish that I could send you this jar of flowers— containing as it does many which in new england are rare exotics here you will find in richest profusion the fine lady elegance of the syringa there glorious white lilies so pure and stately the delicate yet robust beauty of the exquisite privet irises of every hue and size and prettiest of all a sweet snow-tinted flower looking like immense clusters of seed-pearl which the spaniards call libla but the marvel of the group is an orange-coloured blossom of a most rare and singular fragrance growing somewhat in the style of the phlox this with some branches of pink bloom of incomparable sweetness is entirely new to me since i have commenced writing one of the doctor's patients has brought me a bunch of wild roses oh how vividly at the sight of them started up before me those wooded valleys of the connecticut with their wondrous depths of foliage which for a few weeks in midsummer are perhaps unsurpassed in beauty by any in the world i have arranged the dear home blossoms with a handful of flowers which were given to me this morning by an unknown spaniard they are shaped like an anemone of the opaque whiteness of the magnolia with a large spot of glittering blackness at the bottom of each petal but enough of our mountain earth stars it would take me all day to describe their infinite variety nothing of importance has happened since i last wrote except that the kanaka wife of a man living at the junction has made him the happy father of a son and heir they say that she is quite a pretty little woman only fifteen years old and walked all the way from sacramento to this place a few evenings ago a spaniard was stabbed by an american it seems that the presumptuous foreigner had the impertinence to ask very humbly and meekly that most noble representative of the stars and stripes if the latter would pay him a few dollars which he had owed him for some time his high mightiness the yankee was not going to put up with any such impertinence and the poor Spaniard received for answer several inches of cold steel in his breast, which inflicted a very dangerous wound. Nothing was done, and very little was said about the atrocious affair. At Richbar, they have passed a set of resolutions for the guidance of the inhabitants during the summer, one of which is to the effect that no foreigner shall work in the mines on that bar this has caused nearly all the spaniards to emigrate upon indian bar and several new houses for the sale of liquor etc are building by these people it seems to me that the above law is selfish cruel and narrow-minded in the extreme when i came here the humboldt was the only public-house on the bar now there are the oriental golden gate don juan and four or five others the names of which i do not know On Sundays the swearing, drinking, gambling, and fighting which are carried on in some of these houses are truly horrible. It is extremely healthy here. With the exception of two or three men who were drowned when the river was so high, I have not heard of a death for months. Nothing worth wasting ink upon has occurred for some time, except the capture of two grizzly bear cubs by the immortal Yank. He shot the mother, but she fell over the side of a steep hill, and he lost her. Yank intends to tame one of the cubs— The other he sold, I believe, for fifty dollars. They are certainly the funniest-looking things that I ever saw, and the oddest possible pets. By the way, we receive an echo from the outer world once a month, and the expressman never fails to bring three letters from my dear M wherewith to gladden the heart of her sister, Dame Shirley. End of Letter 16. Recorded by Rachel Ellen, near Yosemite, California, August third, two 2008.